What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 433rd episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, SBJ. We got a show for you all today. Y'all today with me is Greg. Hello. All right, Canada. I am so disappointed in you. Oh, no. We can't be afford to be disappointed with Canada. We already cut Canada, ties with Australia. Your master chef was supposed to be nice. You are the nice country. And Brent did not last halfway through the first episode before he was so sick of one of the judges, he went to MasterChef Australia Season 2, which is 84 episodes long. Now, he finished that in a week. So I can, I can hear tell Greg you, slamming the desk. That's <laughs> I know, so like he's mad. He's passionate. MasterChef Australia Season 2 has literally been playing nonstop in my house for a week because we are now on Season 3. I have I have been banished to the upstairs with the doors closed, so I do not have to hear that theme song. And for those of you who are asking, it's not the Katy Perry song, because they didn't get the rights to do that internationally. They got some hack job, and I've been trying to find a, trying to find it online so I can prove to you all how bad it is. I Don't may have, have to Shazam? record it and risk copyright. I've tried to Shazam. Are you kidding? I've tried everything. It doesn't exist. It's that bad. It doesn't exist in modern society. You have to experience it yourself. Australia, you're on notice. Canada, I can't even with you. How dare you betray me like this? Will is here. And I have complaints about <laughs> Norway. Oh, here Specifically, we go. Specifically, if you live in Norway and had a conversation with me about Pokemon Go and gifts and how much I would like to receive gifts from Norway, and you send me one gift and never send me another gift ever again... <laughs> I, does Jukebox the Ghost have a song yeah. called This Is How to Break Will's Heart? Yeah, they do. Because that's been playing nonstop in my house. Oh, I love that. I missed their Halloween thing. I was doing stuff. I feel like you two have doing nothing. significantly more exciting lives than I do. I, I, I wake up, you? I check my email, I stream Pokemon, I argue with people <laughs> about how to pronounce the Milo tick. And then you, uh, you made your choices. Then wait, my also, wait, and you lie the, the fundamental difference is I don't want to be controversial. I'll try to say this in the <laughs> nicest way possible. <laughs> Greg and I live in an oasis of sanity. Yeah. Particularly oasis from your <laughs> side. <laughs> boy, oh boy. I am glad I chose the right M city to move to, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I occasionally go into your Twitch chat. Uh-huh. And I occasionally go, I'm out. You see, you see, you you have the option, Greg, to be like, I'm out. I have the option to look at my wrist and go, <laughs> I'm here for three more hours. Again. The, you you can... could you could work at a soul crushing job like I do. So That's true. But you also, are in the entertainment business and you potentially love what you do. I am in the education business and I'm fine with what I do. I you know, you could get a mountain bike and jump yeah. off things like I do. Yeah. You could get a skateboard and be subjected to six weeks of physical therapy like me. <sighs> you if you could, want excitement, you these be, options are there for you. You could be as radical as we are, but you aren't. You have chosen a sedentary TV personality lifestyle. There was a point last night in my Twitch stream where I <laughs> thought I was losing my mind. 
So I was competitively battling, and I forgot what a move did, which <laughs> I knew what the move did. I just mixed it up with another move. There's body press. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and body. there's heavy slam. And, and flying press. Heavy yeah. slam is based off your weight, and body press is based off your defense stat. Very and two very easy things to remember out of the other seven hundred and eighty nine <laughs> moves that exist. And did Chad explode? I messed those two up, and then I I got berated that I messed it up on my team that I should be practicing for, and my mind wanted to explode because not only am I trying to quickly in forty five <laughs> seconds think of the best option and remember all these moves and remember all these abilities and remember all these types, but I'm also trying to entertain three hundred different people in chat that all have different levels of knowledge about the game as well. I'm sorry, I'm not perfect here. I'm trying. But I wait. I also wanted to ask. Heavy slam is a steel type move, right? It is. I yeah. was facing, which is also confusing uh, to me. So the the confusing the part was I the reason I was thinking about heavy slam is because I was facing a Celesteela, which I knew had heavy oh, slam. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Uh, in those no, pressure is an ability. It's yeah, not yeah, a move. Yeah, Mewtwo has it, and you know, <laughs> um, doubles the like every so legendary has it. <laughs> my game apparently doesn't like five star. Any sort of pumpkin-based anything. Oh, oh. There are there there are none apparently in my game, and everybody who's putting them up is locking them behind a passcode, leaving me in the cold. What if there was a Twitch that you could watch? I tried Friday night, and I apparently missed the bus because I was playing Dungeons and Dragons, and I didn't get into Twitch until eleven, and I was super tired. Oh, yeah, Friday, they went hard on it. Friday, They went night. hard, and then, like, it's been a barren wasteland ever since. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, we'll talk about all this. We're a po- we got some Pokemon news for y'all. Y'all, I don't know what I'm saying, y'all. I went to Texas for five days, and I came back and Look, contaminated. Look, y'all is the best way to cover all types of people. Y'all yeah, should be used true. all the time. Y'all can be co-opted. I use y'all. It is an easy way to encapsulate the wonderful diversity of our modern world. And if you have to refer to a bunch of people, then it's all y'all. Yeah, all y'all. All right. Well, we got some Pokemon news. We got some Pokemon Go news. We have some Sword and Shield news, which is actually probably going to be the majority. Uh, Niantic forgot to turn on a shiny again. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> Niantic. Nothing is happening in Pokemon Masters. I guess we could talk about that. It, yeah, but there's nothing ever. There's nothing to talk about. Nothing's happening. Uh, but let's start. Well, with they released. Okay, we can cover Masters frogs. real quick. We can, okay, released... well, let's start with Masters. The egg and ice egg. The fighting and ice eggs are here. Done. Uh, I'm partnered with DNA. I will <laughs> full disclosure. I mean, they didn't even really have any sort of build up to it. It was just like I popped in, like, hey, you can get ice and fighting eggs. Well, like, this oh, is kind of okay. what I said last week. I just feel like nothing is happening, and nothing coincided with Sword and Shield. Really, it's not like the eggs are. It's not like well, Crown Primate Tundra is not snowy. In, yeah, I and guess. Crown Tundra is, and the ice eggs. That's the tie-in. Ice, snow, icy snow, and fighting are, are good against all the rock types you find in the Crown Tundra. Look, sure. I made the connection for you. Okay, there. What one thing happened is Ly- Lysa, Lysa, Lisa. How do you say this? L i l i s i a. You like Gen three, Greg? What is her name? Lisa. Listeria. What? <laughs> Who are you talking about? The contest person? Yeah. How do you say her name? 
Her and Altaria, they arrive in Pokemon Masters. They're a six-star EX pair, Dragon-type. That's kind of it. If you guys don't know who she is in, in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, probably the last game that you may have seen her in, is she is the one that appears mid... It's when yeah. you get when you get to sun, is it Sunny Shore? You get to Sunny Shore yeah. and then you're like trying to get into the museum and she's like, "Forget the museum, I yeah. dance." And you're like, uh, "I don't have time for this." <laughs> <laughs> well, come on now. It's just All like right, really where's... weird timing when she shows up. She well, I mean, it was really weird timing in the one game too. In oh, Alicia, Alicia, yeah, Alicia, uh, yeah. But Alicia, I don't think is in Ruby and Sapphire. Is she? Is she not? Isn't she like Steven Stones' sister? Yeah, but I don't think she was introduced in that one. Now is I she an Emerald? And look. She may be an Emerald, but not in Ruby and Sapphire. I could be wrong. And I have to go look. She was in Masters. She was in the, the summer event where they introduced Summer Steven and, and Summer Lyra. And then she I think she appeared one time over. So she was a, a background character in Masters for quite a while. So she's here now. That one dude was also in the summer event, the guy that was in Sun and Ultra Sun Ultra Moon for about four seconds, and people thought he was going to be a gym leader or a champion or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ry Ryuki, maybe is his name? He was, like, in all red, um, and he literally does nothing in that game. But, man, before Ultra Sun Ultra Moon came out, people people had high hopes yeah. for that guy. Lysia's only in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Uh, who was in charge of the contest in Ruby there Sapphire was a Emerald? There's a reporter... Like you get introduced to it by, but not by like a specific person that's taking place in it. I don't remember that happening. After it's been a while since I've played Emerald. Oh, I need to play Emerald again. By the time the podcast is up, this is already over. But this is what Greg mentioned earlier. There was yeah. a Halloween event, which was very cool. The take on Trevenant, Mimikyu, Shiny, Gorgeist, and more in Max Raid Battles. This is off Pokemon.com. That was the end of our Master News, by the way. They <laughs> Nothing is happening. They added one new character. Hopefully, November will be better for Masters. Hopefully, they'll introduce the turkey Pokemon. The Halloween spirit is looming large over Sword and Shield from Thursday, October 29th through Sunday, November 1st. Ghost-type Pokemon will appear more frequently in max raid battles during the event period. Be on the lookout for Pokemon like Cofagrigus, Trevenant, Gorgeist, Mimikyu, and Polterge Poltergeist. In Pokemon Dens, if you're lucky, you may encounter Poltegeist. You may encounter a shiny Gorgeist. Yep. I learned a lot this weekend. Number one is people didn't know there were different sizes of Gorgeist. What? Yeah. That's the fundamental of Gorgeist. Yeah, I love Gorgeist for that reason. If you want a true living dex, you have to have all three sizes. Well, there's four. Four. Well, four sizes. <laughs> I, I'm please. I'm There's old. Small, normal, large, and super. And the Gorgeist. This is this is always weird of how to explain how the shiny odds work for this. So I'll try to explain it as as much as possible. Because Serebi, who works with data miners, when max raids hit the server, the data miners can pull the tables of like Mimikyu spawns 20%, Gorgeist spawns 20%, Kofagrigus spawns 5%, for example. And they can spawn like these are these are the items that drop. You know, you're guaranteed Dynite or or Armorite or or Candy or we're dropping the move trick. And then they can pull like the shiny odds. And so what happens is 
So Serebii reported that the only things that could be shiny were the in five-star raids, which is how it was for Clefable and Waylord and Pikachu and all the other holiday raids we've had before. Or not holiday, but promoted raids. So they said, so Serebii said 1% chance for Gorgice small and then 1% for Gorgice super can be shiny. So then you're thinking, okay, 1% chance to find a shiny. Is this worth it to do over a three-day event? But, so if we're only looking at five-star raids, Gorgice, 1% small, 1% super, 18% not shiny, but 18% Gorgice, and then it was like 20% Mimikyu, 10% Trevenant, 10% Poltegeist, and then like 20% Kofagrigus, or something like that. So that equals 100%. So in five-star raids, you have a 20% chance of finding Gorgeist, but a 2% chance finding Shiny Gorgeist. If you, that's a 1 in 5 chance of finding Gorgeist in a 5-star raid. And then once you find the Gorgeist, it's a 1 in 10 chance of it being Shiny. That's pretty good. The problem is, when you drop a Wishing Piece in, you're not guaranteed a 5-star raid. And you're not guaranteed, on top of that, a promoted raid. So that's where it becomes a little harder to find and that's why i think finding a bunch of people also doing this makes it go by quicker because if you're all dropping wishing pieces in then you go oh i found the five star gorgeist and then you start doing the math of like okay five star gorgeist was 20 percent to find but now that we know it's a five star gorgeist there's a one in chance of that gorgeist one in ten chance in this instance of that gorgeist being shiny which isn't too bad and as a refresher, <laughs> Shining Charm does not apply to raids. Correct. Correct. Yep. It does apply to Dynamax Adventure. It does not apply to normal raids. Right. right. So you don't need the Shiny Charm to do this kind of hunting. So if you're in a if you're in a Twitch channel, for example, when this happens <laughs> and you have, you know, three hundred people watching, but maybe fifty or sixty of those people are trying to find promoted raid you can find five stars way quicker which means you have a higher chance of getting a shiny because you can have three other people join you but uh yeah it wasn't too bad i had rotten luck for the club fable one i didn't end up getting one i was also not working that weekend uh but i had really good luck with the gorgeist i had really bad luck with the whaler i think whaler took me all three days but gorgeist i was able to find three of them by the end of the day but then on a Friday. On a Friday, yeah. And then everybody stopped. It's like the thing in Pokemon Go where like everyone plays yep. the very first day and then <laughs> no one plays then, the middle part and then I, everyone panics and plays the very last day. I'm, I'm kind of hoping there's a panic for the last day because it goes till what, midnight tonight? Uh, I think seven. Man, I need six, a nap six, though. 6 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. This thing. I ain't going to get it. I still like that they're doing this. I think the once a month, I hope they continue. I hope we get something yeah. for November and something for December. They... It was a nice it was a nice little sort of like, oh fun, I'll go look for these. So if you if you're breeding Gorgeist, does it this does the size breed down or yeah. is that randomized? Oh, is it the size? No. Yeah, the size if you're using a ditto, I believe the size breeds down. If you're using two of the same size it should remain the same size if you're using two of different sizes then i think it picks one of the two kind of like pokeballs it but yeah you can you can pass down the size i know you can with ditto for sure 
Well, okay, so if you don't get one, Greg, then I'll just, like, Masuda one for you. Good, because I'm in the middle of trying to Masuda a Reuniclus, and that has not been going well. <laughs> I do Reuniclus, uh, not oh, yeah. Reuniclus. No, I think it is Reuniclus. Not in this house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I get, do, the, get the 3DS. I, I do want to say that for this event, it was small and super, and if you were yeah. doing Dynamax Adventure, you are the only size you can get, because Gorgeist is one of the things you can pick in Dynamax Adventure, um, is average or normal. You don't have to worry about maybe doubles there or if you had one. So if you were to get the, the small and the super this weekend, and then you somehow got lucky and you got a Gorgeist and it ended up being shiny in Dynamax Adventure, that would be normal. The only one you would be missing would be large. Yeah. If Greg and Will are correct about the size passing down, you're probably, at that point, best to breed... To make sure you I'm don't get the other find... two sizes. All right, I'm gonna look this up. I'm pretty sure you can pass down the breeding. I'm pretty sure the size stays. The other thing that happened in Sword and Shield is the final Pikachu hat was unveiled. So now we have all of them available. So starting with the Pikachu original cap, which is the one that looked like the one that Ash wore in the original anime. Well, these are all hats that Ash wore actually, <laughs> but the original hat. That's why it's called original. And then there was the partner cap Pikachu. And then there was the Hoenn cap Pikachu, Sinnoh cap Pikachu, Unova cap Pikachu, Kalos cap Pikachu, Alola cap Pikachu, and then world cap Pikachu for journeys. So there are eight Pikachu altogether. You can redeem them now through mystery gift in either sword or shield. You need those codes. Um, they're on Pokemon's website. They've been going around Twitter. They're, I've made very easy uh, Instagram graphics for them. Instagram.com slash PKMNCast. I will do a post probably on Monday with all of them. And then I will probably do another post like two days before this ends because it ends on November 30th. And I know what you're thinking. You're listening to this podcast and you're going, I should redeem those Pikachu. And then yeah. you'll be like, oh, I got to the end of November. And then you'll forget. And then it'll be November 29th. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, the Pikachu event ends in, in, in a day or two. I need to redeem those codes. But that's okay. I got a day or two. And then December 1st comes around and you go, ah, oh, uh, I missed them. I forgot about the Pikachus. All right. So as of 2019, they are still saying that it always inherits the mother's size. And if you have it with a, de with a ditto, then it inherits whatever size the Pumpkaboo or Gorgeist is. Got it. I got all my hat Pikachus, although I was convinced that I didn't have the last two, and I kept putting in the code, and it was like, you have this. And I'm like, no, I don't. Oh, there it is. I need to organize my boxes again. Oh, this is control. so do I. This I'm is just, out of control. It's like, literally, my office in my house is a disaster right now of yarn and papers and trading cards, and the only thing that occupies my mind is my Pokemon home is not sorted properly <laughs> and that i'm so fixated on that this is, this is the long con by the pokemon company they realized we had to buy more storage in pokemon go by giving us too many hats and now they're slowly doing it for our pokemon home <laughs> so since we have all the hats and we can move can we move the hats to home i was gonna say this for the pokemon go thing but i think this is a uh, good segue mm -hmm. um, see how good i am at this yeah so there was, <laughs> so there was a data mine. I want to be clear that just because things have been data mined, they're not official. 
as we've talked about data mines before, it's been two months and there has been a subscription thing in the data mine in Pokemon Go that has not been used or talked about. There was also, again, just want full disclosure, like there was the, the Christmas Stantler that appeared like one Christmas, but we didn't get it till a complete year later, uh, the one with the bells. So just because something mm. is in a data mine doesn't mean it is used or matter or matters, but there was some highlights here from the 0 0.191.0 teardown. And there is a bunch of home updates. I want to focus on those for this. So they added uh, what is called the transporter, which is an inventory item. I don't think this matters too much. It's probably the same as like your camera is an inventory item. They said that there is a possible level cap to use the feature, which probably won't be surprising. Usually you have to be level five to do anything in the game. Right? I think to join a in, team, you have to be like level five to do your raid. First raid, you have to be level five. In go, right? In go. In go. Yeah. Okay. It appears that they're uh, the class of Pokemon, so legendary, mythical, etc. And if it's shiny or not will affect cost. We talked about cost before, but we'll circle back to that. Shop category to buy transporter energy if you want to school to skip the cooldown, possibly based on classes. And then it says forms will revert to will revert to home form. It appears that one go form can have several home forms, but we need confirmation on that. I'm assuming that would be like, oh, cast form would be a good one because cast form cast. Yeah, cast form would be the good one because cast form doesn't stay in rainy form or sunny form after the battle. It just does that mid battle. So if you had a sunny form cast form and you traded it to home, it would probably just turn into regular cast form. Yeah. Mm. Well, not so, yeah, you say in battle, but you mean depending on the weather condition. Right. Yeah. I guess you battle. could set it in battle and no one does you see it. Yeah. weather. <laughs> 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 that would probably be the best example there. The other part of the data mine, I don't have, I hold on, there was two data mines here. Uh, the other part of the data mine, as I pull this up, is it seems that costumes will not be able to be moved at the time. So your hat Pikachus, your hat Squirtles, your hat Bulbasaurs, seems like they're getting stuck in home. This is the worst. I mean, does it surprise I mean, they you? They had the wrong sunglasses on the Squirtle anyway, so that can the just get thrown away. Spiky-eared Pichu, you couldn't move I the know. cosplay you know Pikachu how often from... I think of those poor trapped Pokemon left to languish that I can never bring them forward. I can never show my theoretical grandchildren my luchador Pikachu or my spiky eared Pikachu because they have been abandoned by the Pokemon company abandoned and <laughs> also, left to rot in cartridges that have no way of leaving as their battery slowly drains away on their existence. Uh, this needs to be fixed. Also because those grandchildren are completely theoretical <laughs> and cannot be proved by scientific <laughs> experimentation. Vir well, look, I have virtual grandchildren probably in some game. Their batteries are also slowly dying. <laughs> but I can move them into the cloud. <laughs> come, Bobby. Come, Sally. Be, be a part of the cloud and live forever with my Pikachu in a hat. They could add it at a later date. <laughs> Thank you, voice of reason. What? Bringing spikered Pikachu up? No, I meant like the Cubone cap. Bubble yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if those stay and go. I want to get rid of everything else. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm assuming... I think that this is what we talked about, right? That there would be, like... You you can transfer 
five or ten Pokemon a day. Maybe if it's like a mythical, you can transfer one mythical and then like three Weedles, however much the energy works out. I I don't doubt there would be people mad that they can't just hit a button and transfer everything all at once. But but also like, is there really something so dire where you're like, oh, I need to transfer both Darkrai and Garchomp like right now, right this minute. I need both of these in my other games ASAP. Like, because once you transfer them, one you can't transfer them back, and two, what what are you, what are you gonna do with them? <laughs> what are you gonna do with them? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's like I'm missing four Pokemon to complete my complete living decks in Pokemon Home, I mean worst case scenario it takes you four days to do it. I mean you haven't you haven't done it now. What's another four days at that point? So I, I'm sure there will be people very upset that they can't just hit all the button. But Niantic or the Pokemon Company or whoever decided this rule is also. Probably the Pokemon company who was like in Diamond and Pearl. You can only do six Pokemon a day. And then they fixed that in Platinum and they fixed that in HeartGold, Silver, where you can do unlimited Pokemon. But that was their Pal Park is limited to six a day and then you gotta wait. I suppose somebody's gonna write in and be like, well, you could move the date forward. <laughs> like, yeah, you I could. guess, sure, you could. <laughs> that doesn't mean that wasn't... That's not the point. The point is the Pokemon company wanted, for whatever reason, to control the flow of Pokemon. I'm curious of how much it's going to cost, and I'm sure there will be... I don't actually know, right? Because Pokemon Go whales, they love Pokemon Go. They My spend... Whalord has never returned, by the way. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm not talking about Whalords. <laughs> I'm talking about oh. the, the mobile the whales. People who give, the people who give all the monies. The people who spend the, the, spenders. the big spenders in Pokemon Go. Are, do they care? I'm, I'm, I'm curious how many of the huge, huge spend thousands of dollars on Pokemon Go... Do they care about moving their Pokemon to an app that isn't Pokemon Go that can't go back to Pokemon Go? Because I feel like they would be the people. I cannot imagine. I know these people exist, but I cannot imagine somebody who shiny hunts a Pokemon in Go, in, in main series game, in Pokemon Quest. It doesn't matter. They shiny hunt a Pokemon. It takes them like two weeks. They get it. But then that person can't is the I can't imagine that person being like, well, I can't wait three days to move this shiny over on Bang. Like, you just spent two weeks trying to find a slightly different colored Pokemon. You're telling me you can't wait three days to move it into home? Look, two weeks was long enough. That's yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> I'm at my I'm not wits end already. Here. Time is ticking away. I am just very curious who is spending the money because they cannot wait. A I, I don't know, though. Maybe, like, maybe it's if you do a mythical, you can only do one mythical a day. But even that, even so, I, I yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious. I just want to dump my 15 shiny Abras into a place where they are out of my go doing <laughs> me no good. I'm never going to use them anywhere else. They never come up in raid battle, so I can't flex that way. Okay, what if it was... You can do one shiny mythical a day, which I think is still, I think that's a little, I think that's unfair. But let's say that's the worst case scenario. One shiny mythical. That has to be the, or one shiny legendary. Let's just say that they're both in the same category here. That sounds reasonable. One yeah. shiny mythical, one shiny legendary would probably be the most expensive thing to move over. And then if that's the case, 
is it then like two free legendary two free non shiny legendaries slash mythicals and then if that's the case is it like what does a sh- how much how much is a shiny weedle compared to a non shiny mewtwo compared to a shiny mewtwo i mean so how if i feel like we have the basis for their thinking in trades right i don't see why they would in trade with home change the rules than trading with somebody else you can do one legendary trade yeah. but unlimited yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah, and then the stardust cost. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they would trade ho- why why they would treat home differently than an in person trade at this point it is the easiest path to take for their rules, and people already know what those rules are. I think. I mean, the only you can thing- only do one shiny a day, though. That's the thing with trades. Right. So that's right. that's like a little rough, in my opinion, of like, well, I can transfer I mean, all these Pokemon, but well, I'm... for somebody who's got two hundred shinies, yeah. sure, it's rough. But for the normal average Joe out there who's got like max eight shinies, I don't think those. Do you think those people care about home though? Like, if they only have eight shinies, no. like, because that's like oh, one. No, co- no, that's no, like no. one I, community. That's like two communities. I <laughs> guarantee that there are people. Some set of people out there, probably a larger set of people than you would imagine, because just because of how your brain has been warped by your Twitch and other communities, who have been playing Pokemon Go with the thought of, eventually I'll be able to transfer these into my, quote, real, quote, game. Um, And then they're like, okay, I got one shiny of the thing that I needed, so that's the one that I needed. and. I'm not spending any more time on Pokemon Go, which I'm only using as a feeder for other games. Yeah, but I think that person's a lost cause. I think that person is... <laughs> oh, we're all lost causes around <laughs> I mean, here, Fang. I think that Let's... person is the outlier. I think what this is ultimately designed to do, just like in Diamond and Pearl, I think what this is ultimately designed to do is make you think oh, I need to do my transfer today, which is also, oh, I need to log into this game and I need to log into this home app. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't have to log into home app to transfer, probably. Oh, yeah, prob- probably? I, I mean, know. yeah, I would imagine you would just, you they would, would just both send. exist and you go into Go and say, send this yeah. to home. But, but... Because the- I don't think they care if you log in. They clearly don't care if you log into home. They just care if you pay for it. That that begs the question too: Is us us pay are us suckers? <laughs> we paid the sixteen bucks. Do we get? Do we get something? Do we get a better cooldown? Do we get like oh, two mythicals no, a day instead of one? No, that's no, that's that's a home feature. Home, that's not home a go is feature. A separate. You pay for home for a wide variety of other reasons, not for the go connection. I don't see why they would look at home and say, well, you paid $16 here, therefore you get a better Go experience. Because it's not like you get a better <laughs> Sword and Shield experience. It's not like they're like, well, you paid six. The, the sixty nine nine is you have eight bazillion spaces that you, that you fill up. And I, I would say, like, Niantic isn't going to give up the API for accessing yeah. the Pokemon that are stored on their servers for Farai. Niantic don't play that way. What? Niantic does play that way. They have to listen to the Pokemon company. But still, they have to make money for their (laughs) shareholders. Look, they're making money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they are making money. They're literally like Uh, one of the most profitable games ever. Yeah, No, no, I realize. (laughs) But still, every decision that they make, it's not 
Ugh, I can't. Don't even have a company I that I can say like, anymore. It's like this it's not Whole good. Foods, but Whole Foods is a joke. It's but there's they cannot make a business decision and say we're doing this for the good of the community. The, their shareholders don't care about the good of the community. Their shareholders d- d- care about profit per decision. And every decision has to generate income. I understand that. I just don't see how home is their moneymaker. It doesn't have to be their moneymaker. It just can't be free or a money loser. Yeah, it can't be a money loser. I mean, I think they have, I think they have very little reason to give you a better transferring experience because you're paying for home in Pokemon Go. I, I don't see those two as tied together. I think since home came out well ahead of the Go connection, I can't see them going through and saying, well, we expect to get a bunch... I mean, unless they, for whatever reason, expect to buy, to have a whole bunch of people buy new home subscriptions so they get that extra storage, but the people who would want extra storage have already probably maxed it out on their game. Um, So, like, that's a weird... That's sort of a weird... I, I don't see how people who only play Go, what would entice them to pay $16 for a year-long as- home aspect that's just a second storage device? I think, okay, so this this would be my thought process. If you, if, if you look back at Let's Go, Let's Go didn't benefit Go in any way. Let's Go was, I can move as, I can move, what, 30 Pokemon at a time. There was no limit to it. I could move all my Mewtwo's at once. I moved 15 Mewtwo's at once. There was no cost. There was no penalty. I don't think there was even Stardust. I, I think it was all free. Yeah. But the reason you would do that is that was the only way to get Meltan. I connect to the, ho- the, the Go to the Let's Go. I get the Meltan box. I evolve the Meltan. Now I'm one of the few players who bought... Le- well, not few players who bought Let's Go. Lots of people bought Let's Go. But mm-hmm. I, I now have Meltan. And Niantic didn't get any benefit from that at all, right? They, there was, I don't think Niantic saw any benefit from that on their well, no, end. No, they did. Of course they did. They had people who had to log in on, on a constant basis into their app. It guaranteed oh, check-ins yeah, yeah, yeah. to get that Melton yeah. box to open. It's like not like Niantic got absolutely nothing out of it. They got people who already played their game to continually check in that was the street to get people to buy let's go that was to sell let's go numbers to see if pokemon go players would jump to a console to have that experience diantic already got everything they wanted out of it meltan being locked behind them meltan is still locked in go yes even with the home agreement like niantic gets everything they want out of that transaction let's go was just to make sure that for X amount of time, people still logged into their game while they had a new shiny game to play. I, I agree with you there that they, they get the daily login, which is what the home thing would do. You know, you can only transfer so many Pokemon a day. You get the daily login in Go, which is what Niantic gets out of it. But And in that case, the Pokemon company gets to sell their Let's Go. They get their new game on Switch. Niantic gets their daily logins. They get the Meltan. But Niantic isn't making any money that way they're just getting the the they're not making money any money up front because it costs no money to send pokemon to let's go costs no money to get the meltan box the 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 player retention is probably what they're aiming for here right and then game freak slash 
the Pokemon company wants to sell copies of Let's Go, and this was a cool way to get a mythical Pokemon, even though not everyone agreed with it. But again, they've done that with other Pokemon, with like Jirachi and Colosseum, Manaphy and Ranger. But in this case, I think that if they're out for money and they're out for player retention, they're always out for those two things, <laughs> that if you you give the player a reason to pay the $16 a year because once they start paying it, they're locked in. It's the Netflix effect. You You might not watch Netflix, but you're still probably paying for Netflix because you think, well, I don't want to cancel. There might be a new show next month. Or I. what if I wanted to watch what's our friends? I don't even know if friends are on Netflix. Seinfeld? Friends is uh, gone. Of, or what if I don't want to send my, my neighbor <laughs> Totoro DVD back <laughs> but this, ever? Uh, this is your chance to say, like, we're now connecting Go players with home. They may have not ever used home before. And they, they transfer, what, five Pokemon. Home can hold 30 for free. But this is your chance to say, well, if you pay, you get all the storage and we'll give our, you a benefit of maybe even transferring more in or maybe, you know, we cut the Stardust in half. If they are charging Stardust, we don't know that. Um, and then they pay the 16 bucks. They forget about it. A year, comes a year comes up. They haven't used it in a while, but they've already paid for it. And all of a sudden it renews again and they go, ah, oh, I renewed. Well, I better make sure I cancel it next year. But then they forget again. I, I, uh, I think I you mean, want the long. I, I will say this. People who want to cancel the minute it renews, cancels it immediately. Like there's there's oh, once yeah. they see that charge again and it's the reminder, they'll get another year out of those people, but almost everybody cancels the minute they see that reminder. Yeah, once but you, you still get, get another year charge, out of it. Yeah. You get another year out of it, but that's you get so the danger is that you get another year out of it, but you also get a negative hit on your brand. I think they want right? the subscription I think I still think they want the home subscriptions. Like yeah, I mean, that they doesn't... want the home subscriptions, but I don't I don't see Neantic I don't think really Niantic changing. has a choice here, though. The Pokemon Company says we want your app that we technically own because the Pokemon Company, I'm sure, is in charge of, I'm sure, has the biggest say here. And they say, well, we're working with our app home. We want our money. So make make it so the people who have premium that are giving us $16 a year gets double the transfers or something. It doesn't have to be anything big, but it has to be something. And I feel like it has to be something enough to be like, uh, look, I'm sure next week will come or in a month it will come. This will come out. There will be no home bonus, but <laughs> I mean, as a premium the- member, I feel like they, they need, to, they probably want to push people towards premium. I don't know that they are expecting go players to go towards premium this late in the game. You make, like, you make it enticing. Yeah, but I don't know what at that point would be actually enticing. But and, and like, also there's there's like, a trade-off here because you can you can start a new Pokemon Go account, and I know tons of people who do that. And now once the home integration is set up, you never have to pay Niantic for a storage increase. You stay at that base storage. Yeah. So the trade-off there is that Diantic is then losing money and Pokemon is getting, what, $16 a I, year. I still don't think their base storage is where they're making money. I mean, it's, no, still 100, making... it's $106 to max out storage but, in but Go. Also, That's more than most AAA games. That's yeah, way is, more than AAA but games. But wait, there, there is no single thing that you can point to within Pokemon Go that you're going to say is, this is the moneymaker. Yes, you it's can. Not, it's called raids. It's, <laughs> 
It, but it's Ryan's it's not, and incubators. No. Those are the two. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you where Niantic is making their money. Here's the the secret that you guys like <laughs> turned a blind eye to, because you've said it six times without saying this is where they're making their money. They are selling your location information to advertisers. Oh yeah. Period. Oh yeah. They're selling your habits. You have logged in. You have linked your Facebook. You have linked your Google account, you, your Pokemon account, whatever. That don't count for much. But they are making their money yeah. by selling your location information, which you are willfully giving and saying, I am standing next to this Starbucks. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of that, too. The the If the flow between home and go was two ways... I could see them making a bigger connection. But for people who play Go a lot to send their shinies off to home and then never be able to pull them back again, doesn't seem like for the whales a winning right. a winning combination there. Like I've put them in a different area. So they will just dump the trash or their living decks in there if if that's how that person plays and keep their rares and shinies in the game where they're going to use them. So being able to transfer two or three shinies, I'm not seeing that as a big selling point because for the players who only play Pokemon Go, why would they send it to home where it's trapped and they can never get it back? They can never use it in raids. That, they can never have that's it why walking I don't with think them. That home, so I, that's why I don't think the $16 a year hinders the $2 upgrade in Go. Because it's not... You could say, like, well, I never need to upgrade my Go storage. I'm just going to move them to home. But you can't, like, you can't move them back. So right. a, a player is still going to be like, well... These are all my competitive Pokemon. These are all, this is maybe my living decks. These are maybe my trades. So it's still worth it to that player to increase their storage if they want. But if there is a player that is like, I'm just going to dump everything because I don't want to pay for storage, they can only dump 30. That's me. They can only dump 30 before they have to buy the $16 upgrade. So I think that there, there, that while there isn't a good connection between home and and go because it hasn't existed yet. I think this is where they establish something to benefit both parties. Unless their thought process is we don't have to do that because we expect that more people will transfer more than 30 over and then they have to think to themselves, oh, you have to buy home. Or the worst case scenario is you can't even transfer from go to home without being premium. And we're giving you no other benefits, which we haven't talked about. That would be ultimate worst case scenario is you can't even use this service unless you're premium. Oh, that would be such a disaster if they did that. Um, yes, people would be probably more mad at the Pokemon company. <laughs> they would be mad at Niantic at that point. Yep. You have to be premium to use it. But I, I still don't think the, that home, I still don't think that home damages the, the storage upgrade because I would probably guess that most people upgrade their storage once a month and it's on community day. I would imagine that it's the night before community day. They have too many Pokemon. They don't want to delete any because that's going through it and deleting is, is too time consuming, too stressful, too much work. So they just go, here's the $2. I have 50 extra spots. I'll do community day. And then they forget about it for a month, spend the $2. But I'm sure those also, those people are probably at least or some of those people are buying like the $15 monthly box 
which has the raid passes, the the the, the incubators and stuff. So I I still think that storage is not their their money maker or close to their money maker when it comes to like people who spent like buy one fifteen dollar box a month, opposed to the people who upgrade their storage. Even even if they upgraded it twice a month, that's only four bucks. I don't know the demographics well enough. But yeah, we need stats. Give us everybody's the data. making money except me. Let's put yeah, it that seriously. way. Seriously, <laughs> where's Speaking my cut? Money, we have a Patreon. <laughs> where's my oh, slice yeah, of the where's pie? My, yeah, this is this is now we're getting the lawsuit territory. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we got some more news uh, regarding Sword and Shield and Pokemon Go. So we will be right back. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Travis Podcast. It's Super Travis. No. No. Whoa, look at that. Wow. Wow. Is a wet burrito just a roast place of the wet burrito? No. Is a wet burrito just a roast place of the wet burrito? Hey, if you're enjoying this episode and if you enjoy the content that I put out on the internet, we do have a Patreon that supports everything I do here on the podcast and everywhere else. If you head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective or just ise.cash, you can join our Patreon. You can get updates from me. You can get exclusive podcast episodes. You can join our Slack community that has hundreds of people in it, and there you can talk about your favorite tv shows argue about mayonnaise you can connect with other pokemon go players to do remote raids if you're hunting for that shiny dark cry which i think is leaving i think as this podcast went up it is gone now you can uh not miss out on future events like the Gorgeist thing that just happened because we have people in the slack that are coordinating raids and stuff in that in that regards or you just get direct access to me so you can tell me after a podcast episode that you disagree with me, which a lot of people seem <laughs> to have thoughts on after this episode is done. Anyways, if that is something you're interested in, if you want to take uh, your listenership to another level and support me and what I do, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash it's super effective, and you can sign up for just as little as $2 a month, and Patreon and myself, well, Patreon rolled out yearly plans and then i introduce that to our patreon so if you just want to sign up for a full year and you save 10 percent on that and then you don't have to worry about monthly you don't have to worry about your card getting charged two dollars every month you just pay up front boom good for a year so that's all i wanted to say i try not to bring it up a lot because i know i listen to other podcasts and it's really annoying when they say it like 18 times an episode so i usually only do it at the start of the month because that's the best time to join the patreon is the start of the month that's it. That's all I have. I rambled for too long. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. And, uh, yeah. And we are back from our break. I guess let's just finish the Pokemon Go news here. And we'll go back to Sword and Shield. Okay. What other news could there possibly be? Uh, this is off Euroga- Eurogamer.net. 
Pokemon Go Maker apologizes after switching off shiny Pokemon yet again. <laughs> Pokemon Go. I want a cash refund. Yeah. Look, Tom Phillips from Eurogamer. The O in Pokemon Go is supposed to be capitalized. Thank you very much. That's how the game is spelled. Pokemon Go Maker Niantic has apologized for the latest slip up, which ha which saw certain shiny Pokemon unavailable in the latest in a long line of incidents where <laughs> where the possibility of finding the coveted shiny Pokemon of, of shiny versions of creatures which players spend hours and money grinding for have been accidentally switched off. This time around, the affected shiny Pokemon were the current three shadow creatures exclusively available from the Team Go Rocket bosses, Sierra, Cliff, and Arlo. Those Pokemon were Shadow Drowsy Night, Drowsy Night, <laughs> Shiny <laughs> Drowsy Omanite, and Growlithe. Uh, you had to battle the Team Rocket Grunts and then get the shiny. Communities of Pokemon Go players collaborating via Discord and Reddit realized there was no reports of the shiny Pokemon being found in a week. Uh, the top fan subreddit, The Silf Road, seemed to bring that to Niantic's attention. Niantic quickly acknowledged the issue via the game support Twitter within hours of the Silf Road thread being created. A further message apologized and announced a relatively generous free bundle. The bundle was actually very generous. Um, available for the next week. I don't know if you guys got that yet, but I got something. I don't know. There were like there was like three free things at the top of my thing, and I collect them all. I'm getting them right now. There was uh, three free raid passes for Marowak Day, and then there was your weekly free raid pass on Monday, and then there was the Team Rocket free bundle, which I want to say was three radars. And a bunch of other stuff. I'm glad I just got the Halloween splash screen today. <laughs> the instances of the problem stretch back to at least January of 2019, where more than a dozen incidents of slip uh, of slip ups happened. Mo most recently in August, Niantic forgot to switch on the shiny possibility of unknown during a makeup event for Pokemon Go, prompting a makeup event for the makeup event for Australia and New Zealand. A permanent solution to this issue would be appreciated by the games community rather than it being left to the community to report and flag and diagnose. I think, I mean, they handled it quickly. They apologized. They gave us a pretty free, generous bundle. I just don't understand what happened. Like, how does this happen? How do they get turned off? How do they have a switch, like, on and off switch? It always makes me feel like, oh, somebody turned the, the flag to no. Like, are they, like, using Git and they're, like, forking and they, like... Forked the wrong what path. What language are you speaking? Keep this to English, please. <laughs> are they merging like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how... Tech the, nerd. I, what is getting turned off? I, I don't know. I don't understand. Eurogamer seems to really like to report on Niantic's issues, though. So shout outs to them, I suppose. They're on it. They're bringing the hard news. This is off uh, Pokemon.com. Catch Electabuzz and Magmar in Pokemon Go's two November community days. Two, 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 two. November 15th, between 11 and 5, so still a six-hour community day. Electabuzz will be appearing more frequently in Ray in the wild. Eggs uh, will re Egg incubators during the event will require a quarter of the normal hatch dis distance. Elekid will be hatching from 2K during the event or two hours within the event ending. Players can also evolve Electabuzz into Electivire to know the exclusive attack Flamethrower. Um, and then on November 21st, the second community day of the month, this will feature Magmar between 11 and 5 local time. 
Same thing, uh, Magby appearing in 2k eggs, and then during the event, trainers can evolve Magmo Magmar into Magmortar to know the attack Thunderbolt. So kind of cute that, you know, the electric Pokemon learns the fire attack, the fire type Pokemon learns the electric attack, two Camille days. Both of these Pokemon have been shiny before, they can be shiny, the babies have been shiny for quite a while. Yeah, cool, I think it's, I, I think it's clever, I think it's nice, it's a mix-up. But the two. patterns... Two times you're going to make me do this? <laughs> hey, nobody's making you do anything, Greg. I know. Yeah, November seems to be a, a busy month. Next week, or this upcoming week, is the Verizon event. If you had... What did you need? You just needed to be a Verizon customer. And then you got a three-hour event. And then this upcoming week is also the Grubhub event. And this upcoming week is also the... There's like a... There's the Mexico event. From the 7-Eleven, mm -hmm. and I think there's also a Japanese event. I think. Anyways, all these events are the same. They're like they're like they're, they're all three hours. They're all this weekend. They're all like the same Pokemon, with maybe the exception of one. There were various ways to get in, whether it was Grubhub, Verizon, 7-Eleven uh, in Mexico. That's happening this weekend. Are we gonna skirt around the actual controversy within Pokemon Go? Is it the Verizon stuff? No. Oh, it's the Bulbasaur sticker. Oh. I don't understand what you guys are... Mine still says bye. Mine does mine. too, and I took a screenshot. There is no controversy <laughs> here. Somebody's making fake controversy trying to get us in in here, and it's like they've got a glitch on their device or something. I don't know. Only thing I can think of is maybe if you get to zero buy stickers, it removes the buy because like the image is cached. But I'm still getting I, buy stickers from other people, I'm too. I'm still getting buy stickers, too. Like This was like... Uh, an explosion of people talking about the missing buy on Bulbasaur, and I literally have no idea what they're talking about. I have about. never received a buy sticker without the buy. A Bulbasaur sticker without the buy, yeah. you mean? I've never gotten a non-buy from, or non bul I've never gotten a Bulbasaur without a buy ever. From people I would have to say to the people. same, yeah. And I like the buy, it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really dumb sticker and it makes me laugh. Is by actually gone? I, I don't know. I don't Controversy. Know. We need to get to the head of Neantic. Go sit next to that guy at a plane again. Okay. John Hankey. I'll let him know. Yeah. Final <laughs> Say, hey, what's up with a bye? Final bit of Pokemon Go news here is there's an animation week based on Pokemon Journeys the series coming to Pokemon Go from Friday, November 6th to Thursday, November 12th. World Cap Pikachu will be appearing in the wild. It will be able to be shiny from Thursday, November 5th to Monday, November 16th. Lugia will be appearing to five-star raids, <laughs> and it will know the move Aeroblast. So last week when we said a familiar raid boss will be returning, and then we joked about it being Lugia and Ho-Oh. <laughs> it was Lugia. It's... To be Lugia. fair, in the first episode of Pokemon Journeys, there is a Lugia. Makes sense. I believe Aerial Blast is a really good move. I believe competitive people are very excited for Lugia to return with this move. Uh, Pokemon like Ivysaur, which is has an episode in the anime about Snorlax, has an episode in the anime about Golurk, episode in the anime about will be appearing more in raids. I love this tie-in. Uh, you can look forward to encountering Pokemon appearing in the wild like Bulbas Bulbasaur, Execute, Cubone, Scyther, Dratini, Cyndaquil, and more. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Cubone. Pichu, Mantike, Riolu, Cubone appearing in 7k eggs. Again, 
anime, anime, anime. These all have episodes of the anime about lucky trainers will have a, a chance to hatch shiny Cubone. Oh, I already, whoops, I already read that line. New timed research, uh, inspired by multiple episodes of the uh, the Pokemon Journeys. Go will appear in Go Snapshot. Go being the friend of Ash. Go inspired avatar items will be available in the shop for free. Please be aware of your surroundings while playing Pokemon Go. What does Go showing up in snapshots get us other than a snapshot that was ruined by a person I didn't? I want know. There? Exactly. Hey, reminds you to use Snapshot, I guess. I have to do that anyways because I have to make my buddy like me. I don't know. It's a weird gimmick. I'm sure somebody likes it. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> That's just our like new saying. Yeah, I'm sure somebody likes it. I'm sure somebody likes it. Uh, this tie-in seems very thoughtful, though. Seems like yeah, uh, it's good. Seems I'm sure I'm sure it was planned months ahead of time. Doesn't seem like a last minute thing. Let's see if they pull the actual shiny buttons this time. Yeah. Don't worry, Cubone. Lugia. <laughs> I've never seen these Pokemon before. Let's uh shift gears a bit. Back to Sword and Shield. Uh mm-hmm. we have some news, but I wanna talk about the Calyrex thing in Sword and Shield, and I want to talk about the legendary Galarian birds in Sword and Shield. I think those two okay. are the things we can focus on. Of course, those will probably include story-type spoilers. You do have to complete three legendary tasks for Peony to finish that storyline, but we're only going to talk about these two today because I think there's a lot to talk about, and um, I don't need this podcast to be five hours long, <laughs> so we'll talk about the <laughs> I've only I've only done Kelly Rex and one of the birds, so. Okay. And I've on mm, okay. You guys play faster than me. This is <laughs> canon already. Have you done the Calyrex stuff, Will? I've done most of it as far as I think. <laughs> Have you caught Calyrex? No. Okay. okay. Well, spoiler, that's the last part of the quest. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the secret? Do you know the secret, Will? Do you know what what you have to what else you have to do to get Calyrex? Maybe I don't know. Wait, okay, hold I, on. I, I, I am not concerned. I spoil away for me. Have I'm you got? Not okay. Do you know it. there's two new Pokemon with Calyrex? Well, technically, you get one. Yes. One of the two. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we're we're in the clear. Since we all right, if you have not turned away by now, you are going to be spoiled. So it's your own fault. Yes. So the I guess the surprise in the Crown Tundra yeah. was they had two new Pokemon hidden. Legendaries. And it wasn't the thing on his hat. Uh, And they're both impossible to say. Unless you. Oh, they're very easy to say. All right, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Well, I only know uh, I picked the ghost one, and it's Spectrier. Okay. It isn't a Glace Rider? No. (laughs) It's definitely not Glace Rider. That would be easier to say. Strider. Glastrier? I want to say. I, I think it was like Glacier. Glacier, yeah. Spe- yeah. Spectrier and Glacier. Glacier. Glacier doesn't really roll off the tongue that well. There's a T. There's Glacier. Glacier. Not Glacier. Glacier. Yeah. So Calyrex has uh what what he calls the steed his his loyal steed. He has two horses. And the game does a thing where you you make a choice. You can. Plant a carrot either in the snowy garden box or the non-snowy garden box. <laughs> well, you can go to the ice field or the cemetery. Yes. <laughs> I mean, these are your choices. Do you want to bury it with the dead or you want to bury it with the ice? That was pretty much it. I mean, Calyrex talks through Peony. 
Which is hilarious. Which is yeah, it's good. It's I think I think Peony and I think Calyrex are both written pretty well. Yeah, they're they're very good. Although I don't think like this like nothing is particularly interesting about the storyline. It's just hey, the people don't believe in me. Hey, uh, I can't find my horse. Oh, hey, wow, you found carrots. My horse loves carrots. Put the carrot here. My horse is back. Now you can catch me. That's like the that's like the gist of it. It's it's it, overall. If you were to do that back to back, it's it's that in itself is significantly shorter than the whole Cub Fu storyline. It is, but it it's charming. It's not bad. It's, it's got it's got more it's got more personality. Like it is technically shorter, but there's a lot more personality that happens in that end direction that ever happens with the Cub Fu stuff. True. Avery is annoying, and like there's some good stuff with Avery that happens, but like the Cub Fu stuff is like here's a Cub Fu, and it's from far away, and it wants you to show places. Like there's not a lot of personality that comes out of Cub Fu in that. Oh, I think so. Is, I think Cub Fu's like that. Like I was not sold on Cub Fu till I did it, and I was like, ah, oh, Cub Fu's kind of cute. After I was done with it, it's cute, but what's his personality? Shy. That's not a. That's not Shy. a personality. Shy, yeah. maybe. Uh, but strong. <laughs> and then you that's teach it to like you. You teach it to get over its shyness by having it battle. Yeah, but that's like every Pokemon that has a timid nature. <laughs> <laughs> Likes to see us. <laughs> I, the thing with I liked about Calyrex is that there was actually there was actually a lot of personality in this legendary. Like there was a lot that they were talking about and how it affected the world, and their absence had clearly had an effect on the world. Like there's a lot of lore there. There's a lot of interest there, and there's a lot of personality that came from the Pokemon that you didn't have to fill in like you did with Cub Fu. Yeah, it was like nice. Like, Kapu doesn't do anything. It was nice to get a legendary that wasn't like, I hate humans, humans ruin right. everything, and then, like, yeah. at the end, you're like, oh, I gotta bond together. Like, Calyrex yeah. was like, no one believes I'm, it. Like, it, it, it yeah. was a different take, and I like that. I really like that. Um, I thought, perhaps, after I caught said <laughs> King of the Harvest and brought them around the Bountiful the Harvest. They really uh, wanted to extend the dialogue by making sure yeah. it was King of the Bountiful Harvest Bountiful every harvest. time you talk to him. Uh, I thought people would react more <laughs> within the town of me saying, look who I have. And they're all like, but what about my crops? I don't even see that you have somebody following behind you on a giant horse. You never I kind of wish the town had changed more after the end of that. Does the mayor at least say, oh... <laughs> Hey, it is real. I mean, like, he, he's in charge of four that people in that town. He has, he, <laughs> he's a busy man. There are... He, as more... far as I remember, he does not do anything different uh, that I remember. I remember being mostly disappointed with everybody's reaction of me proving that their King of the Bountiful Harvest is here. It's back. It's in front of your eyes. Look at it. Look. And nothing. Hmm. Peony gets really excited. You catch him. Well, Peony gets excited about everything. Let's be real. He, yeah, he's got like impulse control issues. I think Peony is a good character. Peony is a good character. He's the gay icon we were asking for. No, <laughs> I was not asking for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you just didn't know it. 
Yeah, I, I think the horses are cool. I think uh, yeah. I think they're I think they're both really well designed. They have a very I know a lot I know the like the complaint of Reshiram and Zekrom were that they were they people did not like Reshiram and Zekrom when they first came out. I think people love Reshiram and Zekrom now. But when Reshiram and Zekrom came out, I remember people well, the default is they look like Digimon, but they Ugh. are more complicated in design. Yeah. Compared they to are, They are a complicated design. That that is true. And I'm trying to think of a recent legendary that was simple since then. And I want to say that these two horses are pretty simple, um, but they're like sleek. They both look very good. Like all of all of the design, I would say, for both of these horses are like in their um, hooves. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got the they've got like uh, the mane and tail are really cool. Like, there's a bunch of change, like, the various things that are different between the two. Like, their manes are different, their tails are very different, their hooves are very different. Uh, obviously, their coloring is very different. They they feel very distinct from each other, yet still feeling very connected. One is I very like fast and one is very slow. Mm-hmm. The ice one is the better one for competitive, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. I just thought having a ghost horse would be real cool. It is real cool. <sighs> Do I have to soft reset for it? For what? You don't have to soft reset for the ghost horse. Ghost horse is fast. Uh, if you are soft resetting for the ice horse, you want zero IV ice horse speed. And the problem with that is I, what I hint at last week. When you're battling Calyrex on the horse, you are theoretically and technically... Not theoretically. You are, you are battling Calyrex. You are not battling the horse. So you right. cannot check the horse's speed at all until after you Mm. catch it and after you separate it um so you can't like use a pokemon slower than it to test the speed you you just have to catch it you have to separate calyrex and the horse and then you have to check the horse's speed and the why why it's tds is one legendary pokemon have a catch rate of three Mm -hmm. you want in a premier ball which glacier looks really 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 good in a premier ball um it takes a long long time to catch and then you have to separate it. And then the problem is they're both guaranteed three perfect IVs. So there's a 50% chance that right off the bat, the horse will have perfect speed. So if you get past the 50%, then you have a 1 in 32 chance that it will have a zero speed. <laughs> um, but you're good with zero and one. Zero, uh, zero IVs and one IVs is the same speed stat no matter what. Um, and then if you had a two and a four, that increases it by one. I got a iv of one which is perfect but it took four hours of resetting the question i have is and no i did not enjoy the resets they were bad i didn't think it did <laughs> uh are the horses by themselves not considered legendary no they are it's just okay. it's just like a rush ram zekrom kiram kiram is the one that takes them over and black mm. kiram and white kiram so- yeah is it a? Is it? So I'm just thinking, like when they set rules, would these be? Oh yes. excluded if they were saying no legendary. This is a good. Well, we'll go back to the birds. We'll segue into this. Okay. Pokemon ranked battle series seven Sword and Shield season starts November first. So a new ranked battle is kicking off. This is technically series seven. For series seven, Pokemon that were banned in series six will make a return making all Pokemon that were legal in Series 5 once usable again. 
Uh, although mythical Pokemon remain exclusive, uh, excluded, many Pokemon from the Crown Tundra will be allowed, including a large number of legendary Pokemon. Some uh, of them will not have Crown Tundra Pokedex numbers. Uh, the Pokemon need to have the Galar symbol, showing that they were caught, received, or hatched in Galar, or the Battle Ready symbol, meaning they were transferred from another game and then adapted to battles in Galar. All Pokemon from the Galar, Isle of Armor, and Crown Tendra, as well as certain other Pokemon, are permitted, except for legendaries and certain mythical Pokemon. Except for mythical and certain legendary Pokemon, Gigantamax is allowed. All Pokemon will be level 50. No duplicate Pokemon. No duplicate held items. And the seven minutes of your time remains. 45 seconds of move time and 20 minutes of game time allowed. That started as we're recording this. So Calyrex is banned. Calyrex on the horses are banned, but the horses are allowed. Okay. That's sort of a wild. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that's sort of like just a... What a trip you just took me on. It's just sort of like a wild distinction, but... Yeah, I would maybe say that Calyrex is probably more Mewtwo level, and the horses are more uh, Swords of Justice level, I guess. <laughs> I mean, they have 580 base stat total. I mean, that's pretty high, right? Yeah, they're um, they're good. Uh, there's a, kind of a problem with Spectre, uh, which is maybe why it won't see a lot of competitive play. And I will uh, point out the problem. <laughs> Eventually. In a second. Okay, so they both We're have really, really good abilities. Their abilities are either um, Chilling Nay or Grim Nay. It's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they get a knockout, uh, they get a plus one uh, boost in corresponding attack. So for Spectre, it's a special attack. For uh, Glace, Glacier, it is a a normal uh, attack. So is that like a variation on Beast Boost? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Except Beast Boost boosts your best stat, not the right attack stat. Not a specific right. stat. This is this is attack. So Spectre is well, a Well just make sure that that stat is your best stat and then it's the same as Beast Boost. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So Spectre has 100 base power, uh 100 HP, 65 attack, useless, you'll never use it. 60 defense, um 145 special attack, very 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 high. And then um 80 special and defense. And 130 speed is fast. And 130 speed. Yeah. So that that outspeeds quite a few things. The problem is its moveset. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't learn a lot. It learned Shadow Ball, it learned Snarl. Follow what more do you need? Pot, what more do you need? Okay, uh, so yeah, it, it, it learns like Shadow Ball, it learns Snarl, I guess. I guess it can learn Crunch, but it doesn't really take advantage of it because its special attack is so high. And uh, it's it learns nasty plot. So physical. shadow ball, snarl, nasty plot, and protect. What more do you need? Nothing. Oh, okay. So um, <laughs> it learns will o' wisp. You, th- this thing is a monster. It, it's it's not. Uh, shadow ball only hits for two weaknesses. One is ghost, and the other is um, psychic. It can learn a couple dark type moves, but they also hit the same weaknesses, which is ghost and psychic. So like snarl. Um, so you're only hitting super effective on two things. Uh, you're not hitting normal type Pokemon at all. And actually, normal type Pokemon really hard counter Spectre uh, because its best moves are ghost moves. 
Um, I guess it can learn Hyper Beam. Every Pokemon can, can learn, learn Hyper Beam. Beam. It can learn Will-O-Wisp. It can learn Giga but Impact. Again, Hyper Beam, you're not hitting for super effective at all, so you're better off just using Shadow Ball every single time, unless it was against a normal Pokemon. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you can use Will-O-Wisp. There are other Pokemon that use Will-O-Wisp significantly better than Spike. It's got Substitute. What more do you need? Every Pokemon learns Substitute. So that 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 is the all that is the biggest problem with Spectre is it it literally doesn't learn anything that isn't Dark or Ghost. Not a single. Doesn't even learn High Horsepower. Well, that's a Ground type move. It's a, I, yeah. It it has a it has a very 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 limited move pool. I'm not saying it's completely bad, but uh, almost all its moves that it can learn are physical. Now, Gla- Glastier, on the other hand, is is much much better. Uh, it's really good in Trick Room. It has a base speed of 30, uh, which would put it not as not as slow as Torkoal. Torkoal's base speed of 20, not as slow as Stack Attack. Stack Attack is base speed 12, I think, but. It underspeeds a lot, a lot of things. I think it speed ties with Amoongus, which is probably the main thing that you might be seeing in competitive. Uh, but it has a pretty good move set. It is a physical attacker. It is 145 in physical attack, uh, 130 in defense, 110 in special defense. So it's much, much bulkier than the Ghost Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, its disadvantage is speed, but that's not a huge disadvantage since um, Trick Room exists. But it can learn uh, high horsepower. It can learn icicle crash. It can learn. Can it learn heavy, heavy slam? slam? That's and the one. Body. Sorry. It can learn it heavy also learns slam. Body press. Which one do you want? Which is which? Heavy slam or body press? What is it? Uh, you don't want to run body Flashbacks. press. You would want to run uh, close combat, which it can also learn. Oh, heavy slam is great for fairy types, especially if you're a chunky Pokemon. Yeah. The if only you're... the only problem with heavy slam is it doesn't work against Dynamax Pokemon. Um, so you just have to be a little careful with that. Doesn't work against Dynamax Pokemon because mm-hmm. Dynamax Pokemon don't yeah, have weight. Yeah, because I don't have a weight. Is that weird? They don't have a weight thing. Oh, I thought it used the attacker's weight as the calculation, not the one being attacked. No, it uses it. It does use your weight for Heavy Slam, <laughs> but. It calculates the damage versus their weight, and since their weight is zero, zero times, or divided by your thing is, you can't divide by zero. Maybe you can. I mean, I can divide by zero. You can't tell me what I can and cannot do, Mr. Mathematician. Quantum physics says. Um, Glacier is is actually really bulky, too. You normally ice is 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 not good defensively because it has so many weaknesses, but in this case, Glacier can survive quite a few things. Just because of its uh, high defense stat and high special defense stat, uh, so it's it's the better Pokemon here. It just has a better move. My good set. bulky boy, better move set and everything. So there are your two horses. Uh, they're cool. I really like the ice horse a lot. Yeah, I like I the ghost horse. horse a lot. They are allowed in battles. Uh, Landorus is back in competitive battles. <laughs> That's what I've been saying back. for years. Bring back the genies. Uh, Landorus is not a genie. Whatever. What is it? It's a deity. Is it? What deity is it? Deity of over Tornadus and Thunderous. He's the one in charge. <laughs> <laughs> the deity of the land. Uh, so Landorus is back. Celestela is back. All the Ultra Beasts are back. Um, Cresselia, Heatran are back. Incineroar. <laughs> Togekiss, they're Rillaboom, they're all welcomed back. <laughs> Everybody's back 
for the party. Uh, and then all the Reggies are allowed, and people are trying to make Reggie Gigas work because Galarian Weezing disables the ability, so it disables Reggie Gigas' slow start. Oh, yeah. Spoiler, Reggie Gigas is still not good. <laughs> 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 Reggie Eliki and Reggie... Dragalji. Drago. That's that. Those are the two. Reggie Eliki, Reggie Drago are are here. They're allowed as well. Uh, the, uh, there's like a common theme between like maybe Glass here is maybe like the exception here, but like Spectre has uh Spectre is like very one note and can like learn ghosts. And you are so down on Spectre here. I am gonna formulate a counter argument <laughs> for next week's program. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, Spectre is like very Willow Wisp. No, no, not Willow Wisp. Spectre. Here, the, the other the, okay. Spectre is cool. Glacier is lame. There you go. The other problem with Willow Wisp is there's so much Tapu Tapu Fini is the number one Pokemon being used right now on the ladder. And Tapu Fini's ability is Misty Surge, so anytime a Tapu Fini comes out, moves like Will-O-Wisps are completely useless because you cannot do status to grounded Pokemon in Misty Terrain. So there's another argument against Spectre. <laughs> Stop using Will-O-Wisp. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Will-O-Wisp. Okay, so Re- I like Will-O-Wisp too. Uh, Reggie Eliki is the fastest Pokemon of all time. ever made. It has speed of it has a it's speed. It's faster than speed form Deoxys. Uh, I think so. I don't wow. have speed. It's, I I can try to pull up speed form Deoxys for you. I will pull it up. Hold on. I have it right here. Speed form Deoxys is one eighty. Reggie Eliki is two hundred. Well, well, well. Uh, so Reggie Talk Eliki about power creep is two hundred. Mm-hmm. Fastest Pokemon. It has 100 special attack, 100 regular attack, so it can be a mixed attacker. It is very weak, though. Defense of 50, special defense of 50, and HP of 80. Um, like Spectre, Reggie Eliki is very one note. It can only learn not a lot of moves. <laughs> okay, it can learn Thunder, Thunderbolt, Thunder Cage, Thunder Wave, Volt Switch, and Wild Charge. Those are all electric type moves, they do not hit ground. Um, it can learn ancient power, I guess, and it can learn acrobatics. Uh, so it does have a little variety there, although those aren't terribly strong moves. It can learn reflect and, and light screen, which I've seen some people use. It can learn extreme speed, and it can learn explosion, oddly enough. Um, but that's pretty much it. Otherwise, it doesn't really learn anything else. Um, so its its move pool is is extremely limited in that in that regards. I've, again, I guess it can learn hyper beam. Everything can learn hyper beam. So, uh, any Pokemon, if only there was, like, a ground-type Pokemon that was also a flying-type Pokemon that has been proven very dominant over the years and uncontested over the years that also had an amazing ability, like Intimidate, that... Oh, yes, that, wait, that Pokemon does exist. It's called Landorus. And uh, Landorus hard-checks... Landorus hard-checks Regieleki. But in other situations, Regieleki is pretty good. And uh, even though it can only really learn Electro-type moves, its ability Transistor, uh, this Pokemon's attacking stat is multiplied by 1.5 when using an Electric attack. So it gets a Stab bonus, it gets a Transistor bonus, and if there is Electric Terrain on the field, it gets a 30% increase due to Electric Terrain. So um, 
when it does use an electric type move, uh, it does a lot of damage. I feel like we've moved past the parts that we were going to talk about oh, yeah, with the sorry. story. Uh, Reggie Drago's fine. <laughs> yeah, we never even talked about the birds. We never talked about the birds and shaking the big tree. Okay, wait, that was a, a bone that I had to pick. I've been walking up to all kinds of trees left and right, shaking them and uh, trying to shake them. I get no shake. No, there's, you only, one, to there's me. only one big tree you can shake. Greg said, oh, you can shake any tray, tree in the crown tundra. And I've been trying and trying and trying. He pranked like I me. Was trying, I was trying to keep the big, big, big tree a spoiler free moment. But you can shake the big, big tree. Last thing here, Reggie Drago. It cannot hit fairy types, just like Reggie Alecky cannot hit ground types. Ground types. And that's pretty much its gimmick as well. So... Uh, although Reggie Drago is very good in if you want to learn nothing but dragon type moves, just like Reggie Yellick, you can only really learn electric type moves. There are your new Reggies. Okay, big tree. What are we talking about? Birds? Big tree and birds go together. The birds. Big tree and birds. Uh, there's not really a storyline here. It's just... No, it's just, hey, there's these big, there's these birds, and they like being at this big tree, and you can go to the big tree, and then they fly away from you, and then you can shake the big tree and get attacked by a super... Greedent. Super greedent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like the high level. It's just a Dynamax Greedent. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. But you but you're facing it by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, like the Dynamax um, Yeah, like the Vespaquin. Vespaquin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the Greedent thing is cute. There's no story yeah. attached to the birds at all. Um although no. I th- they are roaming, which I guess is another surprise. You know, they didn't say prior to this DLC coming out that you're going to be chasing these birds around. Uh, very easy to... I mean, they hinted at it. Yeah, they did hint at it. Uh, very easy to not chase them, <laughs> since all you have to do is fly, and it resets exactly where they start on the map every time. <laughs> but, Wait, they uh, brought back fly as the way to move around places? Yeah, you use the Corviknight thing. That's not fly. <laughs> That's flying taxi. Yeah, the birds are cool. They uh they exist. I I thought the the Zapdos one was the more interesting one since you actually had to chase it. Yeah, chase on the Chocobo. Yeah, cuz like Zapdos I mean, you technically sort of chase down depending on where you catch uh Articuno in its flight, you do sort of chase it down. I don't think cuz there's two you there's two places that it stops. Oh, I never found the other place. My, uh, she, she The other place is by the old cemetery, which I've I I've run into the Articuno there many times. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just chased Articuno up the mountain. Yeah, so you can chase it up the mountain, but also, depending on your reset, you can see it flying around, and then it's going to go land in the graveyard. Uh, so there's two spots that you can run into it. The cliff above the Reggie Ice Den, or uh, over by the old cemetery. Those are the two places that you can run into. I thought it was very cool that they took advantage of all three wild areas. Yes. It was cool to go back to the original wild area. It was cool to go back to Isle of Armor and see, like, Moltres flying over the ocean. Moltres was just, like, I guess the not interesting one. You just kind of waited until it... You, you, just, you could just map out its path and then just stand there and then wait for it to one, run into you. Uh, don't, don't you have to whistle it down? No, or you did not. Can you was, just stand? You could just stand. Yeah, some people okay. thought you had to whistle, but you don't have to whistle. Um, the Articuno end encounter where, like, you have to guess which one it is. I thought that was pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's kind of it. it's, it's all... Just... 
It's all no. mysterious. I do love that design a lot. It's probably of the three. Yeah, it's probably my favorite of the three. I like the design. thick I thighs of Zapdos. <laughs> I wish I could get it shiny though. I really like Galarian's Articuno. But they shiny. are shiny locked. They are they shiny, are shiny locked. locked. Yeah. Okay. They're not marked lock. You can mark hunt them. I made a video on how to do that on not, YouTube. Not, not, the marks do not make my Pokemon sparkle when I throw it out into the field. They do not give care. it a title, Will. <laughs> the, the title I, doesn't show up when I throw it out on the yeah, field. It does. It does. Oh, dag nabbit. I got, what was the one I, got, I sent it to you? I finally got my reluctant. Was it reluctant? Recluse? No, it was unsure. Yeah, no, what did I get? I sent it. I have to look it up again. Uh, yeah, the title shows up when you throw it out. Everyone could see it in battles, too. So titles are the new shiny because they made shinies too easy yeah. to get. Oh, stop. <laughs> what did I get? Oh, well. Some other bit of news here. Uh, I don't think this is published on Pokemon.com yet. They just sent me an email. Uh, Pokemon Center is going to have a new holiday collection of home decor, decor, kitchenware, plushes, and more. Uh, what is available right now is there is a Pikachu and Eevee ornament on the website. There are a Moo Moo milk bottle and plate set. I'm unsure of this if this is glass or plastic, but it's 15 bucks, so I'm thinking it's plastic. It's plastic. Yeah. Uh, there are two new ha- holiday home signs, one featuring Delibird and one featuring Miltank. There is uh, four brand new holiday stockings, Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. There is a new... Um, holiday blanket and there is a new holiday throw pillow they say that the various things are coming soon including a tree skirt stockings ornaments flameless candles candle holders are those just like yeah the ones that light yeah, up the batteries candles. led ones yeah. that flicker yeah um th- more throw pillows the popular deli bird express is also making a comeback with new figures showcasing miltank ponyta snorlax Plus, last year's Pikachu uh, engine offering trainers the opportunity to expand their train collection. I'm now like slightly See? regretting this. You, you guys should have start done it last you year. Tell me this, Greg, that they would add more. Adding more doesn't change the quality. Remember when we looked at it and said, oh, this isn't great. It, they'll add more. It still ain't going to be great. Yeah, I'm but gonna. It's still a keepsake to give to your theoretical grandchildren. I don't know. If... Yeah, but I can't sit it in the cloud so that when they're in the singularity, they won't be able to see it. If that is the best picture you can get of your product. Ah. Yeah. Uh, well, see, it... this is the problem. Like, <sighs> that Jigglypuff looks awful. The Jigglypuff. No, it doesn't. Like... It looks cute. What's it... wrong with you? It looks like a four-year-old drew it. It looks like a Jigglypuff. <laughs> Like, I don't understand. Which means don't it under- looks like a four-year-old drew it. I don't understand how... Okay, there's a lot of things happening in this picture. I wish I could explain it. It's it's yeah. a Jigglypuff on a a rocking horse ponyta. There's a Wooloo. It's in front of a Christmas tree. And then there's a Cubone riding a Galarian ponyta. The Cubone I mean, looks... He, the Cubone is The Cubone good. is awful. The Cubone, the Cubone is not good. incredibly glossy, like somebody poured uh, Vaseline on it. And the Wooloo... No, no, no. The Cubone looks like melted chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> with a little white frosting on top, and the Cubone. Okay, and the and the Wooloo looks fine, in my opinion. And the Jigglypuff, yeah. the Jigglypuff looks like something you would get at like a, a, a like a, a a seven mile fair thrift store, where you're like, ah, this is definitely knockoff, but I guess I'll take it. Well, the, the prob- only thing the that looks good here is the Moo Moo Milk bottle. 
the mouth of the Jigglypuff is what makes it bad. The eyes like, are the yeah. mouth is really it's really weird. Like the eyes are good, but like there's something wrong with the mouth, and I can't I the pinpoint exactly what it is. Um, also, the Pokeball on the top of the ornament seems lumpy and weird. No, like, it's I supposed to be that... the one on Pokemon Center. It's supposed to be the like. It makes sense if you look at the one on Pokemon Center. It's supposed it's to like be fast. Like... It's supposed to be faceted. Is it supposed to round. be that way? Okay. Yeah, it's like supposed to be like. But reflective. here's the thing, like. This is why we didn't continue with the train set, because when we got the first one, it's like, I don't really want to keep paying for this. Yeah. And they can keep adding more, but the quality is never going to be better. Right? I'm going sh- like to send you another part of the train. The, the, the Ambipom, or the Apom, sorry, all, has the same, like, the same artist must have worked on this Apom that worked on the Jigglypuff, and then the person who worked on Cubone must have worked on this Chespin. Like it, it, it's not even. They're rough. It's not even oh, that. Oh, what is wrong with its eyes? Yeah, no, the eyes are off. It's the not eyes even are that off somehow they're consistently bad. It's like parts of the train are good, and then other parts of the train are just awful. Like there's well, yeah, no consistency. The Pokemon parts are awful, and then <laughs> just train well, parts are fine. The like, and this is the problem I had with the first one. Like the packages in front and the tree, like that are in the snow. Are also really rough. Like they're that is really, true. yeah. They're really just. I mean, and here's the thing. Like, if you really like this, like I really love Pokemon. I really love Christmas, and this is a would be an automatic sell for me. When I got the first one, the quality for the amount of money that I was going to end up because they're paying, forty. They were forty, right? They're forty dollars. So it was like a hundred and sixty dollars for four. The quality just wasn't there, and and knowing that they would continue. They would continue. Like, they're going to keep making these because that's the whole point of all of these scenes is they keep adding things to so that you're it's a tradition of buying them and, you know, they have that customer buy-in. And the problem with these is they aren't the ceramic. They aren't the porcelain, uh, but they're priced at porcelain rates. The quality is really hit or miss on what you're going to actually get when you open that box. And like the pictures that they show you, you're already beginning to question the quality of the product that you're paying a premium price for. I mean, the Pokemon tax here is very strong. Like I am their ideal customer. This is my jam. And I have, I got the first one and I'm like, I can't, I can't see myself spending $160 every year for this decoration for this level of quality. That's that is very true. It's like Greg, your two favorite things are Our Christmas and like, Pokemon. Yes. And, and they like, were flying it's a mashup. in Star Wars, then I would be in heaven. But yeah, like Christmas is my favorite holiday. I decorate even I'll decorate this year, knowing that only I ever get to see it and my husband. But like this is the heart sale. And when I got the first one, I was like, I cannot justify continuing to spend forty dollars on something that doesn't feel like I'm getting $40 worth of quality out of it. Uh, I plan on standing outside your windows like a Dickensian pauper, okay. just so that I can also enjoy your Christmas decorations. Okay. Uh, okay, so Steve, stop listening to this conversation. Will, do I need to buy this P- Galarian Ponyta playmat and card sleeves? No. Okay. The answer is yes. <laughs> Galarian but Ponyta the, the, is among the, like the worst of all the Pokemon. The 400 so. IQ is you buy two packs of the sleeves. You let the other sleeves appreciate and value next to your ancient Mew. 
the, look, my ancient Mew is locked in the vault and is not coming out, and I'm not going to break that seal to put these card backs in. But I may want to use these card backs for Commander, which means I would have to buy two because there's only 65 in a box. Oh, there's that too. The Moo Moo Milk holiday sign is really weird. I ordered it. I'll let you know. I need to know. I needed to know the quality. What's holiday about it? <laughs> That's why I ordered the Moo Moo Milk one and not the Deli Bird, because I feel like you could just put it in the kitchen and get away with it all year long. <laughs> I mean, well, because is... Santa Claus likes milk. Only in America. <laughs> That's not true. I think they were just really reaching. Japanese Santa drinks soy milk or something. Yeah, maybe. Hey, somebody likes it. It's just like, I looked at it and I'm like, it's a holiday sign, but there's nothing holiday on it. It is literally an advertisement for Moo Moo Milk with the giant milk tank on it being like, look at this. Here I am. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I don't get it. I don't get how that's a holiday card. Uh, and I, there's stock, there are better Pokemon stockings at Target than these. These what? are really not. Great. I think their stockings are actually fine. The only one that sort of looks like a good version is the Pikachu one. Otherwise, like, it's very hard to tell the difference between the Squirtle face and the Charmander face. Like, they are very, very similar to each other. Last bit of news here is that I guess it's like more more me news is I qualified for the Players Cup 2. I was one of the top 256 people in North America to qualify, which is congratulations. Very weird to think about. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. I did have yeah. a question surface about competitive battling recently. If you use a rental team. Mm -hmm. it, it, does it still count? You st you still get rank? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I don't have to worry. You. You. Can you rent me your team, please? Sure. <laughs> sure. I could rent you my team. <laughs> Players Cup Two will, I'm assuming, be streamed on YouTube and Twitch and wherever the Pokemon Company does it. Uh the this was what? When did this battle take place? In September, I think. September was to qualify. And that yeah. was, people were mad. We talked about this on the show. Because yeah, because of the rule set. Series 6 was available, but they wanted everyone to use Series 5. Um, and I had to build a Series 5 team, and then I had to use not Sword and Shield games to practice, because, yes, because you couldn't practice, because those Pokemon were banned. And I uh, I streamed my matches on Twitch. I streamed uh, like a three second delay, and then I also covered up my moves. So if somebody was trying to stream snipe me, they stream snipe. they couldn't see my moves. Yeah, that was that was quite a journey to get there. And I waited all this time, and I qualified. So they took the top two hundred fifty six people from North from North America, the top two hundred fifty six people from South America, the top 256 people from Europe and then the top 250 sorry top 128 people from Oceania uh Japan and Korea did are were not allowed I don't know why this is like I don't know why Japan and Korea players cannot participate in the players cup it's very I'm the only thing I can maybe think is the language barrier assuming that 
everyone in the UK, everyone in Europe, and everyone in South America knows some English? I don't know. I'm not sure. <sighs> the only <laughs> thing I could think of is that they might have some very slight variations in how the competition is run because, you know, like in Japan, they have that type of competition where it's more, boy, I'm not sure I have the words for it, but it's like you just keep battling people and when you lose, it just knocks you to the bottom of the ladder and then you keep, you battle, start battling people again. That kind of, oh, it's, I know it's very different about. from like how it's not Swiss. It's not anything like it's very different from anything Western folks do. So I'm not sure maybe they do that kind of competition or I don't know. Maybe they just like to have like we, we only battle our own folks. I mean, they do. So when they sent me the like, congrats, you registered. They have a link to the English rules, French rules, Italian rules, Dutch rules, Spanish rules and PTBR. I don't know what language that is. Peanut butter. Oh, the, peanut, the peanut butter, butter people. peanut butter rules. Uh so they they do have Portuguese. Probably it's probably Portuguese. Portuguese. I just realized PT is probably Portuguese. Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I this is series seven. Uh, I got the acceptance on the twenty six, and there's no there was no way to technically practice series seven inside of Sword and Shield without going to other sources until today. I believe the tournament takes place on the 7th of November, which is this upcoming weekend, but I don't think it's being streamed out live. I think the matches are done and recorded through Discord, and then I think that they then... Rest I think this is how Players' Cup 1 worked. They recorded everything early, and then they did three weeks of streams, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where they did, like, this was a 1,000 players, and then we brought it down to... 256 and then we brought it down to 64 and then they streamed it with commentary on twitch and youtube uh i don't expect to do well because <laughs> these are some of the best You'll players in the world do great you're gonna do fantastic dude nah i think on day one you have to win i think on day one you have to win all three of your matches to make it to day two so then win all three of your matches yeah, what, what's the it. issue here uh, yeah. you know the target hit the target yeah, just just use the super effective move dummy yeah that's how it works but uh, if you oh, believe in yourself and you believe in the power of your Pokemon, you can overcome anything. The bonds that you have you forged with in, your Pokemon are what will carry you through. If you go in thinking that you've lost, then you've already lost. Interesting. And you should just skip. But if you go in thinking that you're a winner, you'll probably still lose, but you thought you were a winner for that short period of time. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't if you believe that you can't do something then you you're right can't. yeah so ever since uh over ever since uh, sword and shield came out i've been trying to get better and better at competitive battling you have gotten better and better because they've made it a lot easier this game i mean to get started but it's still hard yeah like there's still another person at the other end who's thinking just as hard as you are you have improved a lot whether you give yourself that credit or not you have improved quite a bit Thanks. So hopefully I do at least well enough where it'd be very cool to have like a Aaron Zhang or somebody commentate over your match. So hopefully I do well enough where at least one of my matches is, is on an official Pokemon broadcast. That would be very cool to me. I'll let you guys know. The show's running a little long. Sorry, Greg. No question of the week. 
you know what? Got, I'm used to gotta it. Gotta cut something. I'm, I'm wow, so I was going to say to. we could drop Pokemon of the Week this week so we can do a question of the week. Here's the thing. But we have to have the answer for ne- we, last week, otherwise people we, are going to be mad. We, we generate so much conversations from these brilliant questions of the week that Steve understands that we can't extend this for another three hours from our wonderful fans' incredible questions that they ask every time. That's the problem. This question so of the week I is 20 minutes long. I will take the hit... I will take the hit to my segment so that we come <laughs> in a respectable time for the show. But also, Greg, please continue making songs because oh, at some point, probably closer towards the end of the <laughs> temporal year, uh, we're going to have a time where there's like no Pokemon news. Right. And it's going to be like, please let this be the all question of the week <laughs> episode. <laughs> and I want to have 30 songs from Greg. Right, okay, Pokemon of the Week. Pokemon of the Week, the TLDR, Galarian Pukamuku. It's... Pukamuku. No. People were mad, Will. It was too easy. Yeah. Because it's Pinchur... How do you say it? Pinchurkin? Pinkurchin. It's an urchin. It's an urchin. Pinkurchin. Yes. Okay, look... I vary the difficulty level so that sometimes people can get them and sometimes people have to think a little bit more. This is a Pokemon of the Week is for everyone, not just not, for you, Mr. Pokemon Professor. Not every question is Jigglypuff from above. Exactly. Sometimes the circle is just a Voltorb, and that's fine. A Pinchurkin does not have a shuffle It is not icon. a turkey. It is a Kirchin. <laughs> Pink urchin. Pin, pin, penny curchin. I like it. It's so cute. Does it have a trivia? Uh, it's got the lowest base speed. Of any electric type? Yeah, of all electric types. What is its base speed? 20. How slow is this thing? Is that why you're using it in your trick room? No, it's 15 according to Bulbapedia. Oh, is it 15? My bad. Pokemon professional over here. It's slower than... I think Torkoal's 20. Look, I'm, I'm trying to remember the popular Pokemon. No one's using... <laughs> I don't have enough it's room. It's got in, all right. Zing Zap. And that goes back to my whole Pokemon. It is not a popular Pokemon. It is... <laughs> I don't have enough room Dex in my fodder. <laughs> to remember these non-popular Pokemon. In the manga, Hops first appears battling against a wild... <sighs> Cramorant. That is an epic battle I want to see. Well, Pinkerton wins, right? Because it's like yeah, 4x weak. Cramorant is crap. Yeah, Pinkerton yeah, is no really shuffle. Slow. Does it have a shiny? Uh, it's shiny is orange it... instead of yellow. Yeah. Good. Wait, I thought it was black. No, it's like butt face is normally yellow, but the shiny is orange. Ah. So another one of those... Blink and you may not realize it's shiny. Yeah, Chinese. uh, I don't know. It's it's a pretty saturated pretty cute, orange though. Electric surge is its hidden ability. Well, how's that shuffle, congrats. Greg? There's not there's, a shuffle that I can find one, on here. Yeah, because they, have they, to they make didn't make a new Gen Pokemon 8. shuffle. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, it's just gonna be the cute little mouth and its eyes. I bet it would have a good shuffle. I'm sure it has a good shuffle. Oh, wait. Okay, you want to talk about good things in Pokemon games. Let me just give you a one-minute pitch. 
when you go up to the whatever temple of Calyrex or whatever that yeah. is, the shrine, and there's all those like frost moths flying around yeah. and the little snows like munching on there. I I was in heaven. Absolute I was like, heaven. This is what I want my Pokemon world to look like. It's so right good. There. Although I caught, <laughs> so I caught uh, another shiny. A Glaren Articuno, and I was standing on a cliff, and I saw something flying, and I'm like, but I caught that, and then I realized it was a Frostmoth. Yeah, they fly out the where distance. you can't get them, yeah. I that's know. That's fantastic. It's so good. It's so beautiful. I really love that slope. That whole, that whole winter slope up is a beautiful part of that game. All right. Pokemon of this week. I'm sure Frostmoth. to get more people angry at me. With this controversial <laughs> take on the Pokemon world. Malamar is a really cool Pokemon. Absolutely one of my favorites. I hope they change its evolution method in the future, but otherwise it is just a fun Pokemon, especially if you can get one with the contrary ability. Few things make me laugh as hard as being in a Dynamax adventure... Having one of my co-adventurers use a move that should raise everyone on the team stats and watching Malamar's stack get lower. <laughs> Malamar plays its own game, that's for sure. Pokemon that aren't cool are ones that would have you believe they have the same type combination as Malamar, but when you look them up on the internet, they don't. Even from looking at them, you'd think they would have Contrary as an ability, but instead they have Inner Focus, Early Bird, or Sap Sipper. This week's not cool Pokemon even learns four dark type moves by leveling up in the last games where it existed, even though it does not get any boost for them. You'd think that nasty little head on its backside would get stabbed from using Crunch, but no, it does not. Instead, moves like Stomp and Zen Headbutt are more powerful for this one. Even though its type combo is lame, it was unique for a non-mythical all the way until Oranguru was introduced. Have you seen Oranguru use Instruct in a Dynamax adventure? That's really cool when it works. <laughs> One word of advice. If you are trying to fill out a Pokedex of uncool Pokemon, you can search for this week's Pokemon in multiple areas of Galar. Galar. <laughs> you can search, but you will not find it, as it does not exist in Galar. <laughs> I think that's our show. There you go. We will be back next week. If you want to uh, keep up to date, if you're looking for raids or uh, people to hang out with, I stream pretty much every day on Twitch, twitch.tv slash pkmncast. Um, Instagram and YouTube, the same PKMNCast, and Twitter, the same PKMNCast. Uh, Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at Wash in the Sink. And I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else I'm trying to think. Uh, get your Pikachus. Redeem your Pikachus. Get your Pikachus. Do your Verizon Grubhub slash... I fell for the Grubhub thing. I forgot to cancel. I had paid $10. <laughs> But then when you saw that, did you not immediately go and cancel it? Oh, I it? did cancel immediately. But they See? got $10 out of me. So? so I, would, I would actually be uh, okay with the Grubhub Plus if, if there was places around me 
that used yeah, you, it. That's the problem. See, you kind of got to move to DC. DC was like the land of Grubhub. Yeah, there's there's nothing out here. It's like why why like all it's all pizza. Like I'm not going to go buy pizza through Grubhub. I'm going to buy it off their website because they already know how to do delivery that way. Do you know where you could order through Grubhub? Taco Bell, Wingos. Oh yeah, wow, there's no Wingos mm-hmm. here. Why move? One day at a time. All right. (sighs) Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super shake that really big tree. Thank you for listening to another episode of It's Super Effective. A shout out to our producers this episode. Kevin, Casey, Liam, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Catherine, Steph, and Courtney. And a shout out to our executive producers of Spencer and Anthony. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. If you too want to support If I cannot talk, if you too want to support this podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can just head to ise.cash and you can support us as well. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week.